he should go to Medjugorje and he should call Dalic and he'll be like, come here now. What is up, CroatianSports.com nation? Antek Farcije, Matt Lebo, your favorite two Croatians under six foot. Here on the Croatian Sports Podcast, episode number two. Matt Lebo, say hello. Oh, hey guys. What's going on? I hope my, uh, my levels are better this time. Yeah. What was the what was the uh, the feedback you got from from Twitter the first one? Uh, fixed the guy's volume, so or we just got a whole podcasting rig now. Is is that is that because I'm too loud and it just? No, it's definitely because I don't project as much as I should have. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, we're but good. that was our pilot episode. That was our pilot episode. And we were sharing one microphone for God's sakes. Yeah, I think we're approaching Rogan levels after that first one. Um, couple hundred views so you know we're really i'm telling you the market's huge i mean we're we're on pace to, yeah. to just go crazy really quick yeah i think one good thing that's going to come out of all of this um and hopefully we get this guy ivica medo who's been covering basically everything happening at dinamo um hopefully what comes out of this is another team gets its shit together and uh makes a run to be the next prominent club in croatia because i think dinamo's last 20 years i'm i it's the end of an era and the guy that's taking it over not a lot of confidence like if you didn't like mamich i'm gonna have a hard time it's gonna be hard to like the new guy because he's the guy that created mamich barisic but you just said you just said an end of an era uh, what, what's your definition of end of an era them not winning championships because even now, they're going to win another championship this year. Okay, well, fuck it. Let's get into it now, then. All uh, right, we were gonna we were gonna go three things. We were gonna, we were go gonna end with League. Dinamo Zagreb. Yeah, yeah. Now we're going into the because the Dinamovats over here is is skeptical that Dinamo's falling apart. Well, yeah, I let's, say please. Let's preface this by the way, because I get a lot of shit being like, "Oh, you guys, you know, you love Dinamo," and then once we start posting Hajduk, it's, "Oh my God, you love Hajduk." It's like, dude. So I'm the only Dinamovats in the group. All the rest of you are all Hajduk. So I'm the only one mind you also the other thing to bring up is the fact that we were thrown out of Maximir by Mamich himself uh shout out Colin O'Hara um <clears throat> that was that was that was 2000 circa 2014 or something like that that was like a uh, I think that was a year before the TV repairman we put out you put out that um the whole article about he needs to go or you know that was 2017. Yeah, by the way, you know, everybody gave us a lot of shit for that article. We gave you a lot of shit for that article since you wrote it. But um, I'm, I'm fully convinced that we we actually turned the tide there. Of course. Like we, of course. It, I mean, let's not take all the credit for it, but that that shook up a lot of people. It, Croatian media picked it up. Everybody was shitting on us. But then we got Dalic for the last, what, couple runs. So you're welcome. Well, let me. I'll tell you this publicly right now. I've told you this privately, and mm-hmm. I'll go on air. Four months after that article happened, because it ran all across Croatian media, I see Shuked and the HNS in Dallas for the Mexico friendly. Oh yeah. Three months before the 2018 World Cup kicks off, mm-hmm. uh, they just lost to Peru in Miami. Uh, half the team went back: Modric, Perisic, Brozovic. There was drama in the team. They half of them went back to Europe. They didn't make the trip to Dallas. And Shuket, who we interviewed a year before that, because they played it in, oh, LA, in LA the year before, yeah. comes over and goes, Kvalati Indexolats. And I didn't know what that meant. I didn't oh. know. I thought like, oh, uh, in, like an index article, blah, blah, blah. He basically called me a communist. Basically called me a communist. And we couldn't figure it out. I was talking to our buddy, Pete Novakovic. He was in the lobby. We're going around the hotel that night. 
and his buddy, his business manager comes over. Shuka's business manager comes over to me and, and, and my brother, but Branimir, in the lobby. It's midnight. They just beat Mexico 1-0, friendly, whatever. Arakatic scored. And uh, his business manager's like, I love what you guys are doing. I know who you guys are, blah, blah, blah. I go, why is he pissed at me? He was so cool a year ago in LA. He goes, that article you wrote, you you shook some leaves in Croatia, man. You shook some branches. I'm like, holy shit. It got it got everywhere. And that's that's when when Shukar says that, the, the yeah. hotness president. So I know for a fact, it, it, it pissed a lot of people. I, I'm on a still at a hate list at St. Anthony's here in LA. Like people come up to me and like, get out of here. But it's like, I, I read a lot of emotional pieces and look, we're, we're, uh, we're armchair managers. We know that. Yeah. We follow the team, but this one got picked up and this one got picked up in a big, big way. I'm going to, I'm going to give the mic back to you. I'm going to give the mic to you. I've, I've gone on a rant right now. I can, I can go on with this, but well, yeah, it's cause everybody knew Chachich was bad. I mean, you just saw, saw them lose to Shibanik. Uh, Duya Chope actually scored the winning goal there, which was kind of funny because when they were out here he played that at the memorial Coliseum. yeah yeah um but what's going on at dinamo is you know we had all of the the trials with momage what was that four years ago a while ago you know where you had lovren you had modric everybody got called mm-hmm. in momage goes in goes to herzegovina right but he's still running the team of course and w- what transpired in the last what couple months is what should be considered as like a a takeover that they called democratic um Barisic and his team against Mamic but essentially wasn't very democratic and based off of what I've read so far is uh, it's it's just a matter of time before like Mamic just his team his assembly or whoever he had the executive board Barisic found a way to kind of get them out and take control. And the more time that passes that they can't make any changes, the the looser their grip gets on control. So based off the last thing I, I read uh, just today was it's basically over. They can go through every back channel and they can complain. But the one interesting thing that that has kind of developed over the last few weeks since this guy's been writing is this guy does. He didn't like Momich, like the the journalist. He he's anti Momich. But there's a lot. There's tons of journalists that hate Momich and Croatia. But but what's happened though is in the way he's written his articles and everything that's gone down is now he's starting to realize like holy shit, both sides are just as corrupt. And the only reason that the current regime is winning and Momich is out is because the political dynamic in Croatia has changed. Yeah. And you know you see you see it everywhere whatever side you're on um there's definitely the communist influence coming back into croatia so all the old commies that were like you know when everything went down and they love hrvatska now you know they raised their kids as as communists so i don't really want to get into politics but uh you know whatever you have to say about momich i'll say this without momich dinamo wouldn't be where they are today the guy is of course is a premier top of the sh- top shelf businessman of course he is he knows exactly what he's doing and the reason that people are coming in to take over dinamo now is nothing to do with the fact that they don't like momage because these were the guys that either put momage into power right or they were the guys that were taking money on the side and were very quiet about it you'll never see of that course. but right so 
what you have coming up at Dinamo is a couple of things, right? You have uh, a bunch of players that could be sold. You have Shutalo, you have Petkovic, you have Orsic, you have, or who, who was already sold, but you have a, a group of players that are going to be sold. That's little money compared to the next thing, which is the Maximir, right? Yeah. They have to change it. It has to be updated. I mean, the place is fucking old. Well, it's basically a field and just four kind of high school stands. <laughs> right. And then ever since the earthquakes, they've had to shut down parts of it. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of money about to come into Dinamo. And the the powers that be now, led by, um, or whoever's at the forefront of this, is, who is Barisic, and whoever's behind him, which I'm guessing are politicians and private entities that want to get into the game. Right. Because whoever takes over power, they get to decide who wins contracts. Right. Well, everything. Right. So everything. So it's very interesting. I'd love to get uh, Ivica on if um, he wants to uh, to explain this a little more because his uh, his position in the matter is the best because he's on the ground floor. He started uh, talking about this uh, months ago, and it's just been interesting to read his articles and see how he's kind of changed. Um, but I, I, you know, as much as everybody hated Mamic and especially Hajduk fans, right? They, a lot of Hajduk fans I know, <coughs> Zoic, um, <laughs> blame a lot of, uh, Hajduk's failures on the way Ma- Mamic had control over the H&L. Well, I think we can all say that it, that it was some, some sort of monopoly and, and, you know, he, he got... He had the most money, the most resources, the best players, and the best academy. You're going to win 19 out of 20 years if, if you have all those things. Yeah, and you know what's been interesting is ever since Mami just kind of stepped aside and been running from the background in Herzegovina, um, Dinamo's academy, who was always like top, 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 beating the shit out of everybody, not as much anymore. You're seeing Rieka come in. Um, Hajduk, who has a... Yeah, okay, but Rijeka won it, what, three, four years ago? Hajduk, who have a ton of young, talented guys. Like, you're not seeing the same dynamics come out of Dinamo, you know, over the past decade, and I'm sorry, in the past couple of years that you used to see. And it's just very interesting, and I... I, Being a a Dinamo fan and seeing what's going on, I, I, I... I agree uh, about the end of okay. an era. Okay, but they also just sold Vardiol and Mayer and Orsic. You know what I mean? They just sold that like half their team that that beat the the West Ham's and the and the and Chelsea and Champions League and took out Tottenham. Like True, they but couldn't w- do that this year. But when you see the young guys that are coming up now, the 17s, the 16s, the 15-year-olds, mm-hmm. we're all looking at mostly at Hajduk, which is hey, I'm that's great. Oh, it, can you please give us some parity in the league? Like, I, it's hard for me. To, I follow all the results and everything. I can't watch a, a, a Prva Liga game, though. There's, like, nothing there. Unless it's unless it's Dinamo and, and Hajduk and it's close. But it's, like, it just sucks because th- this was the year we thought Hajduk was with Krovinovic and Livaya and everything that they have there. And they still shit the bed. Like, Dinamo just they, – they still own them. They still call them – they're still their big daddy. Dinamo is still Hajduk's big daddy. Like, yeah. I think there's one more game left. I think they play in, in a couple weeks, it's but it's not, not even going to matter. Well, yeah, and it's not just that. I mean, tying Shibanik 2-2 last weekend, you know, it's like it's bad. Uh, there's so many opportunities that Hajduk have had this season um, where Dinamo has kind of fell short and kind of left the door open, and Hajduk just come and, and fucking it, – it's so bad. Uh, Hajduk are like to go to like an NBA analogy. It's, they're just – 
they can have talent, but they're going to pull an L.A. Clippers. Yeah, I, I don't. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. it doesn't matter. You can have a billionaire owner. You yeah. can bring in top players and you're going to shit the bed. But th- let's let's close this out. This is what I want want to want you to kind of get through to our to our listeners is what does all this mean to, to the average Croatian football fan? Like they know their Dinamos and their and their Hajduks and Osijek and Rijeka, but what does this mean, this power change in your mind if you're telling someone that just got on the scene in, in Croatian football and, and hasn't been around for the past 10 years? For me, it's not oh, – the league is going to shift and change. I'm just worried about the youth. So like one of the best things that Dinamo had was their youth system. Um, led by our buddy, uh, yeah, back in the day. But if you look at the last couple years and hearing what I've been hearing over there is, you know, the coaching staff just wasn't up to snuff. And even in these arguments that they were having when Mamic and Barisic were fighting back and forth, um, a, a lot of uh, the Mamic camp was saying, look at all the changes you guys have made to the Youth Academy and look how shitty it's been in the past year. And he's not wrong. And if you don't have a premier team in the league developing talent, because that was one good thing about the NMO, whatever it may be, is they're going to pick and choose who they want from the league, right? And then they're going to bring them into the NMO and they're going to give them everything. They're, they're the New York Yankees right. with, with, no, with no salary cap. Right. And for us, that's great for the national team, right? It's not great for the league because you don't have parity. But it's great for us in terms of developing talent, getting these guys uh, – visibility and getting these guys sold right so for me that's the scariest thing who knows who let knows the, let there happen. be pa- parody croatians on on the world map we're still not in england a germany a powerhouse like that but i look at our last two world cup results dinamo has been uh, an absolute warehouse <laughs> of making players like look 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 at the last 10 years of players they've sold yep like choruko went to man city we don't need to talk about Lo- luka modic going to, to tottenham Mm-hmm. Uh, Lovren, Meyer mm-hmm. uh, Meyer is still in the, in the middle of his career in in France right now. Orsic, that was unfortunate. Vardiol, you know, Eduardo went. Yeah. Uh, Eduardo went to to Arsenal. He unfortunately, broke his leg. I mean, they're just pumping players out. Where we'll sell someone like a Vlasic to Everton <sighs> prematurely. That's going to be a whole another episode. They Hajduk just they're just bad business people, and they do. Yeah, and I know uh, people like to shit on Buke and the fact that he went to the MLS, but like, it takes two to tango. Hajduk needed money. Talk to him this this Saturday at, at in LA, by the way. Nice, N- ni- lovely kid. Yeah, he's really nice. Came up to us, Croatian guy. How you doing? Like, yeah, well, definitely, definitely, we'll be talking to him. But just you could tell if a, a guy's like a kind of a, a dick in the yeah, beginning, yeah. like oh, I'm too cool for school. Yeah. Mario Hezon, yeah, still number one on my shit list. No, you know who's on my shit list. Huh. Remember when we were at Dodger Stadium? Yes. And uh, it was Everton, Juventus, Real Madrid. Jelovic was there, and Modric was there. And who walked right by us and wouldn't give us the time of day? Make it say Jelovic. Yep, 100%. I'll never forget that. He didn't even fucking – he didn't want anything to do with us. No. Whereas Modric no. just came up to us and gave us a five well, minutes. Well, we had to do a, a little bit of – but, m- but still, we Luka, did that Luka with Jelovic, and he just fucking – yeah. So – do you remember that? You, me and you are in the hallway at Dodger Stadium. It's 2012. Luca's first full preseason at Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Everyone just called him a bust. Yep. Fox is there. Marca's there. ESPN's there. And and the Real Madrid press team, their communications director said, no players are speaking today. They're going straight to the bus. Yep. And we're like, Luca, 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 moment. Samo secundo, samo secundo. Comes over. 
mm-hmm. gives that's a month before they play Serbia. Yep. Remember? Yep. Gives us gives us two minute sound bites, awesome little interview. And Marcus coming over to us, ESPN Fox, that little old Croatian sports going, How in the hell did you get Luca to come over there? And yep. that was that was the first season coming from him uh being a bust and then the rest is history after that. Yeah. So, so I'll never forget that. All right, so we'll we'll move we'll move from from uh, Dinamo. We're gonna go. I think it's it's appropriate that we go forty five minutes. I got the timer on. Yeah, we're about midway through the for the first Shit. half here. Okay. It's nil nil. Champions a lot League. of a sh- lot of shots on goal here, but nothing nothing uh, nothing in the back of the net. All right, it's Wednesday night here in Los Angeles. Uh, the first two days of first leg quarterfinals Champions League have passed. Um, let's talk about the the big game today, Real Madrid. And your Chelsea Kovacic's. Oh, man. I mean, Real Madrid is just rinse and repeat, right? Like, they're probably one of the be- – they will go down as one of the best teams in history, I think. Yeah. And they got rid of Casemiro. I know. They got rid of Casemiro. So you could have him united. Well, I mean, you look at who they have. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Vinny, Vinny today was – that he, kid is going to be a He's monster. so underrated. He's I don't so think he's underrated. I think he just was young last year and didn't – like everybody saw his talent, but he still had those little, like at the end of his play in that last section of play, he made those little mistakes. But today, man, Jesus Christ! Look, the, the next ten years, we're going we're going from the Ronaldo Messi era to the Holland Mbappe era. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. But Vinny's not that far behind him. He's not gonna. I don't think he's gonna have that global superstardom. I think he's gonna be like that. Ibrahimovic player like no oh. no Ibrahimovic I think he's gonna be more like a no Ibrahimovic is always in the shadows of Messi and Ronaldo if we're gonna compare that he was he was there but not true. quite there true I mean he had great outtakes and, and interviews and all that but Ibrahimovic isn't a super global like Messi and Ronaldo that's true he's just not but he's but he, uh, he was just a, I think he was just on too many teams and he has that kind of like villain factor to him but you know what you have to you can't look at us you have to look at the youth like I listen to what my eight-year-old and his little buddies say when they're playing FIFA. They know Benzema and they know Vinny. And obviously Luka knows. Real and, and Modric, right? Okay, what's going to happen when, when Mbappe goes to Real Madrid? I don't know. I think uh, he's he's got to get a better press team, man. He's just a, it's a ba- mess. PSG is just, it just sounds like they're not doing a good job there. No. Uh, I don't know. Neymar gets a takeoff a, a month out of the whole year. But okay, uh, let's anyway. let's forget of PSG. All right, let's 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 break down Champions League. Uh, as expected, Real Madrid rolled uh, the sinking ship that the SS Chelsea are today. Um Chelsea, I mean they're just like there's got to be in, in 10 years there's going to be a documentary about uh money laundering that went on between the United States and the, and and you, EPL yeah, you called this a couple like weeks ago like this kid what's his name I, the Ukrainian guy oh kid. my god this kid is so bad like i haven't seen somebody this bad sold for so much money in my life you think they're money laundering in in i don't know what it is player transfers but you can't look at that kid's play because I've been watching Chelsea for you know huge Kovacic fan so I watch every weekend he's just so bad like there's no way this kid is is worth anywhere near that but today who was really bad was what's his name fuck why am I forgetting oh Reese James Reese James this Uh, guy technically played on on the wing today but sure just the most nonchalant guy I've ever seen in a Champions League game in my life uh he he single-handedly cost them the game today. First goal, his fault. And then Chilwell, who's, I mean, everybody was like, oh, Chilwell, when he comes back, Chelsea going to be so much better. Uh, no. The, he, I mean, he gave up the red today. I don't think he needed to give it up. But 
you just look at what Chelsea have, and I know Lampard's the new coach, and you know something's supposed to change. But Lampard, there's ten games left in the Premiership season. They're so they're bad. on their third coach. Yeah. They're on their third coach. That's management. And that we could do a whole other segment. I want to go back to Modric, and I want to go back to Brozovic. We're going to go back to Champions League. They are so effing emotional in England. You lose three games in a row, and you fire Tuchel, who just a year ago won the Champions League for you. Like, yeah. What, what's, they're so emotional. They're so short-fused. Like, Kovacic needs to leave this summer immediately. I, I'm telling you, he needs to go back to Inter. He needs to go back. For me, it's either Italy or Spain because that's where we play the best. Croatians in general. That's like our style of game. This English style of game where it's fucking uh, boot ball and it's uh, strength over finesse and it's fucking. It's it's almost. I know I'm gonna get. I know I'm gonna get crucified for this, but it's almost like an A plus version of uh, of the MLS, where it's like a lot of long balls, a lot of speed, a lot of physicality in the box. Yeah, it's turned um, into something that like I don't enjoy watching the only reason i watch it is for our players like i don't enjoy watching the epl but if you're gonna watch a game without croatians are you gonna watch girona and elche play or are you gonna watch you know arsenal play tottenham it's it's, it's just a sexier league they have they have better clubs it's the most well-rounded league in europe from top I'd, to bottom. I'd probably just turn the tv off and go play soccer instead <laughs> <laughs> all right let's 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 go let's go back to uh to Modric today. Guy's 37 years old. We can do hours and hours and hours on Modric. Um, FopMob, that's what I used to get my alerts, gave mm-hmm. him a 7.9 rating in 81 minutes of play today. Pressed with impressive energy to force Chelsea into mistakes at the back. He was all over the place. Had some nice passes. Nearly scored a beautiful curler. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Just a foot over the crossbar. This guy's 37 years old and is and is not just playing for Real Madrid, not just starting for Real Madrid, but him and Benzema, these these old guys in their 30s, are are dominating teams. I know Chelsea's not on their A-plus game this year. Mm-hmm. But, look, Real Madrid won today 2-0. They're going to go to Stanford Bridge next week. Can we safely say 80% they're going to go through to the semifinals? Yeah, there's no way Chelsea's okay. coming back. And Man City absolutely crushed Bayern yes, yesterday. I um, You know what? I think that... I think Bayern have a chance to 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 do what? I th- if any team were to come back for me, they Bayern may have a chance to come back. And the only reason I say that is because Bayern have they have quality players. I can't wait. You know they they're down three nil in the first leg. I know they have to score three goals without conceding yes, a goal. But they're to Holland, who's scoring hat tricks oh in every half that he plays. But they're also playing against Pep Guardiola, who in the Champions League. Oh, they'll choke against Real Madrid if he anyone turns into a mental midget, and I think that's what Tuchel did in this game because he, you don't have Cancelo in, you don't have Muller in, you don't you don't put Stanisic in. I mean, I know Stanisic is young, but the kid he plays up like he's like a typical Croatian team. What do you do to Mbappe on multiple occasions? In his pocket. Pocket. Yeah. Put him in the pocket. He's a little picture of Mbappe. You know, this little five by seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In his in his wallet. Right yeah. Now. So I I think Tuchel just like overthought or whatever the f- I don't know what happened but Mane and Sané got into a fight that was that was reported so a- anyway I think of any game they may come back but um yeah and then you look at the the inter game I mean you want to talk about Brozovic I do want to talk about Brozovic yeah. epic epic game from epic Broza yesterday <sighs> so I didn't watch the game I'm not going to sit here and say hey, wa- uh, you know I don't watch the game Inter win in Portugal, 2-0 against Benfica. They're going back to San Siro next week. 
Uh, safe to say they're going to go through. And then the other one is AC Milan. The other semifinals, AC Milan and Napoli. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Napoli can still kind of figure that one out at, at the Maradona and Napoli. Yeah, yeah. But that, that, that's another conversation. And we're going we're gonna to bring that one to anchor our conversation because we have someone, yeah. that, someone very important yeah. attached to that one. But look, Brozovic and Inter Milan win 2-0 yesterday. Brozovic does not assist. He does not score man of the match with an 8.5 rating. I, I don't know who's watching that game, but you should have them fired. It's sempre Inter. Like, these guys are the Croatian sports of Inter Milan. Yeah, he didn't play that well. I mean, he almost gave up a goal on... on I mean, he... Okay, let me read what they said. Yeah, read it. Here we go. Quote-unquote from SempreMilan.com. Our good friends, our Italian buddies over there. Epic Brozo finally returned today. An absolute machine in the midfield, retaining, intercepting, and recycling the ball. He was everywhere. End quote. He was everywhere. I'll give him that. But he's still not to the level that he used to be before the World Cup. Something's no, but he's happened. coming off. He's he's coming off a, a yeah injury. injury, big injury. Huge. He was out for two three months. I know, but still, there the you know we've been watching him now because he had those stinkers with us. He's I don't know, man. There's something going on where like you could tell in his body language and how he's running. He's he doesn't have something, and I don't know what that is, but. He's missing something still. He played a good game in terms of he did what he needed to do, but giving him the man of the match to me is a little... Eh. You would think, I mean, look at Inter. Like, now Lukaku woke up, and I'm fine that he was waking up now. As long yeah. as he didn't wake up in the third the World Cup? game of the World Cup Jesus against us. Christ. He should have scored four goals against us. Oh, my us. God. Vardiol stopped him a couple times. Zavakovic played well. But it's going to be Inter, maybe Milan. That'd be a, a, a crazy... If you're Italian, that's a crazy fun Champions oh. League semifinal. But back to Bros. The guy's 30 years old. In another, you know, five months, uh, he's going to be 31. He's coming off an injury. Like, he's not 24 years old, Lambo. Like, I know. but Everyone I, gets hurt. Uh, Kobe got hurt. He pulled his Achilles. When you, LeBron gets hurt. He's not, he just not, doesn't have the same endurance. You know, Jordan got, gets old. You know, all these guys. Um, like, he's not a spring chicken anymore. So what, what, did you, what form did you expect Brozovic to come back after a three-month injury? Oh, no. I, I mean, I've been standing up for him since he's he's laid those eggs for the past couple of games. But, I mean, you're you're reading an article, and these guys are saying man of the match. Like, I watched the game. There's no fucking way. So, based off of... Sempre Inter. Like, these are the Croatian sports of Inter Milan in the English-speaking language. I know. I'd love to have a talk with them as to, like, how they came up with that. Because I, I'm going to be critical because I'm focusing on him solely. But he's still not there you think you give it to Lukaku in that game I mean I read the match report yeah I mean you could have given it to a couple of guys but it's just uh I don't know I'm hoping that by next season he'll be nice and fresh and ready to go um I don't think I think he just needs rest I think a lot of our players need fucking rest that world cup run (laughs) that wasn't easy you know, okay, but the, every team in the world that was in the Ar- Argentina said the same, France said the same, the Dutch said the same, Morocco said the same. It's like true. You go, you go mid-season with no break, and you go from cold European weather and dampness to ninety degrees in Qatar. Like that, yeah. that messes with you. Oh yeah, and, and and they've never trained like that in 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 their life. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm not going to disagree with you there, but it is what it is. I mean, I'm happy that he's playing again and that he's starting, and that he's starting to get better and better every match. I, I don't know. You know, we have that record for, you know, every year, the Champions League, Croatian. Right? A Croatian has lifted the Champions League trophy 10 years in a row. Right. And then we've been in a final how many? 11 years in a row. Yeah. And if 
uh, if Rebic beats Napoli. Yeah, we have a good chance. That's going to guarantee a Croatian in the final for a 12th straight year. Yeah. So Mandzukic started it in 2013. He scored in the game against Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. But Ivica Olic missed that penalty in 2012 for <laughs> Bayern Munich. I remember that game. So we can almost be at 11 years. Ridiculous. Yeah. We had uh, Modric with five. Rakitic is in there. Perisic is in there with Bayern. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kovacic, Kovacic two Chelsea. years ago. Man, man, we just don't have enough time to discuss this stuff. Like, uh, there's a, someone put an Excel sheet together that we, the Croatians, have the largest streak of, of Champions League finals and, and cups, only behind Brazil. But Brazilians have a, a Brazilian on every team. I mean, Brazilian population is fucking huge too. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to break it down that, but I'm just saying, Bra- Brazil does have every club team, relevant cr- club team in oh, Europe yeah. has a Bra- Brazilian on. Name a team that doesn't. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Look at England. Look at look at Spain, Barcelona, Real Madrid, Atletico. Yep. They all have, they're all packed with that. L- let's go back to Champions League really quick. All right, Real Madrid, Man City, in the upcoming weeks, you got to put your house on the line. Who goes through? Who goes to? Real Madrid, easy. Easy. Yeah. You think you think the Buffalo Bills uh, choke again? It, it's like uh, you know, it's like boxed wine versus expensive wine. Like, Ancelotti is a good coach. He has a good team. He has a team just as good as Man City. But Pep is – his ego and his fucking brain move too fast for himself, and he will find a way to fuck it up. They have Holland this year. The guy's in the zone. I know, but he's – he's. Turned- Erling Holland has more goals himself than the entire team of Chelsea this year. Give me Benzema, Vinny, ben- and Modric over – Holland, Grealish, and uh, whoever the fuck else is De Bruyne. On. De Bruyne, yeah. KDB. Um, all right. Who, uh, like, what? you know, they have big names, but, like, I just, I don't see it. It's, it's Madrid. Modric is going to, for me, that's going to be the end of his, his like, final goodbye. Okay. So you got Real Madrid. I mean, I'm rooting for Real Madrid for obvious reasons. I hate oh, yeah. City. City, it's just, they're, they're just a money team. But check this out. Check this out. Advantage Real Madrid because they've already conceded La Liga. They're already 10 points back, 12 points back, whatever it is. They don't have to worry about their league games. Man City do. They're still in that race with Arsenal. So the two days that, that they're going to have to <coughs> excuse me, play Real Madrid, they're going to have to um, they're going to have double weeks and they can't rest players domestically. All right, we got uh, we got eight minutes left. We're oh, in the, we're in the 37th minute here, the first half. Okay. Hot take. Give me your hot take. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. I was talking about it, or I put a poll out on, on Twitter this week. And the question was, should Dalic let Rebic come back? Okay, so I'll say it this way. I think... This, this answer that you... This question that you proposed, the answer is so obvious to me. It's not even funny, but so my, you have my full attention. So my opinion is that if Rebic apologizes which he should right just like sosa did and everybody that came crawling back on their knees when they fucked up um should do if rebic says i'm sorry dolly should let him back on the team because currently he is going he is uh a net positive over what we currently have in the system that we're currently working in and i think he would offer more value than who than what we have today because what we have today is not working in terms of getting more than one goal or praying to God that we get a goal. And, you know, every 
I think the the one thing that uh, the biggest argument that I got when I when I told some people about this was he doesn't even play. And I go, okay, put Kramaric, put Pashalic, put any of the our other forwards in his position, and they would be in his position because he's not going to play in front of Leao. He's not going to play in front of Giroud. I know, but you got to play. Look, what team does Ante Rebic play for? Okay. What you, team did he play nine minutes for today coming off the bench in the 81st minute? Like, he, you, you have to play. Fresh legs. <laughs> okay, he could run around, but but he had the, he had that, that great goal against Argentina in 2018. He Him and Dalic completely fell out, but you also can't have a cancer in the locker room. And that's what well, that's what like. I'm saying. If if everybody comes to a, I'm sorry and hey, we were both wrong. We're talking about we're talking about Croatians here. We're not talking about the Swiss national team or the American national team. If someone called you out publicly on Instagram and said you're a piece of shit, Dalic is a, a God fearing, God loving man. If if he is that man, he should be able to forget Rebic, right? What well, we know of Rebic, and we're not in the locker room with him, and we don't do all, you know we don't do that stuff. We're not with him regularly. Do you see that coming from Rebic, an apology? I don't. So there's the, the there's the apology part of it, which I will never happen. It's never going to happen under Dalic. And Rebic is getting up there in years. And then there's two. You act like he's playing for AC Milan, scoring a goal a game, which that's not the case. It's a double no for me. So don't take this as me thinking that him coming in is going to be like he's going to be this dynamo. Take this as... Love the pun. <laughs> Take this as our offense sucks and something needs to change. I don't mind playing Kramanich on that right side. I just hate Kramanich as the nine. He I, can't play the nine. He he always scores when he plays on that right side. We just don't have a striker to put up there. What what Rebic brings is kind of what like a guy like Olic or even Mandrukic brought, which is just that will to to keep going when he feels like it. When he's not tying his boots on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, but okay, you look at that that time and it was because he there was a lot of shit going on in the locker room. So, he's going to act like a child. So, let's say that he grows up in the next year. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. But let's say this happens, like if he has the balls to go up to Dalic and be like, "Hey, I was wrong. Please forgive me." And Dalic goes, "Hey, Maybe I was wrong, too. I forgive you. Come back and play. You just said if 29-year-old Ante Rebic, one of the hottest hotheads of Croatian football, grows up in the next year at 29 years old, we're in good shape hey, on some, the right side. Some people are late bloomers, man. Um, and, you know, if you look at what Zlatan did and all the shit he had going on in Sweden, the back and forth, I'm not going to play, I'm going to play. Like, maybe I, I know they're buddies in the locker room. You see when they play together, they're great. But... You cannot compare Rebic to Zlatan. Ibrahim. I'm not. Zlatan, I'm saying who's, maybe who's he learns from Zlatan in terms of both of them having a hot head. They're, they're, they both have Balkan mentality in the hard head toward the Golava. I know. But at that point, he needs to leave AC Milan. He needs to start somewhere in Europe. He can't be coming off the bench for 10 minutes a game and you want him to start for Croatia. Look, again, you guys are ta- – or you guys. You you, who's, who, who else well, are you yelling at right now? The, the thing is, is like for me, him coming in is – is going to be better for us than him not being there because we don't have any other options right now. And if you look at the defense or sorry, if you look at the offense, the way it currently is, it's shit. And Dolly just had enough time where I'm like, okay, by now he should have come up with something, but maybe it's the issue is not the tactics. Maybe it's the personnel. And if it's the personnel, then something needs to be changed. And if you you put him on the right side, you put him on the right side and we still have to, by default, put Perisic on the left, even though he's lost to 
lost a step in the last year. We covered them in the last pod. Who's your striker? Who's your number nine that they're going to be feeding balls to? Kramaric? Well, if you look at when he and uh, what's his face? Fuck. When they were at Eintracht, he was playing with the, what was the Serbian guy, right? Yeah. Was that with uh, Jovic up there? Was it? The Jovic before he busted at Real Madrid. But when those two played together? All I know is I brought up this Rebic thing, and there's a lot of uh, uh, body shifting over there, Lebo, in that seat. No, no. I mean, <laughs> I, no, I, I'm even more thinking back to when he played with Jovic. Like, they were such a good – that they carried that team to something that they've never reached before. They won the, uh, they won the cup. And, the and it was cup. mostly due to the connection between those two. And when they left each other, they – I mean, look at where they are now. So maybe there's something about playing those two up top together. I don't know. But for me, that's my, my hot take of the week. Rebic, if you're listening to this, say you're sorry. Come back. Because right now we have nothing. What kind of apology? We saw what Sosa did. Sosa went, ah, my bad. But he also didn't call anyone out. He just said, I want to go play for Germany. What kind of apology do you think for me, manager Zlatko Dalic would accept? Like hands and knees on the floor? For me, what Sosa did was worse than what Rebic did. Because Sosa was willing to alienate his country and uh, Rebic was just a personal issue I think Sosa looking at it because he has a team like he has a manager he has a whatever it like, is it's not just him and and he was young he was like yeah it was probably his dad like hey they're not calling you up yet just go just go no and he I think he was guided the wrong way 100% but still I still think it's worse than what Rebic did or whatever transpired. Oh, God, I got to disagree with you on that one. I think it was just, look, Germany's a sexy name. He didn't know what was going on with Croatia. Maybe Shukar was blah, right blah, blah, about blah. Uh, your communist roots right there. Oh, you're going to you're going to yeah. you're going to say that uh, a personal a personal tiff is worse than saying you don't want to play for Croatia. To to be to go to the World Cup final. Rebic scores a monster goal against Argentina. Mm-hmm. That was a game opener. Mm-hmm. It was nil-nil when he scored that goal. To be part of that team with Mandzukic, to be part of Dalic, like national pride, being at the Turg and, and, and Zagreb, coming back on that, and then calling your coach publicly basically a piece of shit with his oh, – that's shit. it. That's the end, that's the end of the uh, first half. We're looking over okay. to the fourth lines, but we have two extra two minutes of extra time Two minutes here. of extra time. Okay, let me tell you this, though. Why was Rebic pissed? Tactics. Because and who was who was he not getting? Who was he? Who was playing in front of him? At that time, on the right side, was it Brekolo? It was Brekolo in two thousand at Euro. I believe it was Kramaric. Who do we have up top with Mandzukic? I kind of see. I like the last two World Cups. Those are very memorable <laughs> for me. Euro Euro twenty twenty. It just cuts out of my mind. Dude, I mean, look. It <sighs> we had Pet. We had Petkovic. Budimir was still on the team. For me, I think even even like. I think Rebic was pissed about not getting as much playing time as he thought he should have, which at the time they had such a good run. You, you know, you in the moment we're like, dude, what the fuck are you complaining about? It's working. But now if you kind of step back and look at what's happened since then, it's like maybe you were right. So I understand because because we're, we're getting off right now. We have, we're we're going to get off in one minute. So I understand my good friend, Matthew Lebo. Mm-hmm. Just so we're on the same page here. You think our solution to right wing in the year 2023, is Ante Rebic, not right who, hasn't wing. Played, who hasn't played international no. ball for two years and, and plays 10 minutes a game for AC Milan. That's your solution. Take formation out of it, what, wherever you want to put him, up top. I, I think, yeah. I, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because you look at who else we have, 
it's going to take time for those guys to gel. And, and we're going to be in the middle of like a transformation in, of the team. You're going to have old guys going out. You're going to have young guys coming in. It's going to be, you know, that, that in between. But for now, like, just fucking go say you're sorry. Be like, hey, I want to play in the Nations Hold League. Hold on. Go tweet at him tomorrow. Does he have a tweet? I will. Have a I'll, 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 you know what? We'll fucking, we'll do a video or something. But I'll be like, just go say you're sorry. And Dalich will say he's sorry because he's a God-fearing, God-loving are man. Are go we going to facilitate an, you know what, an apology? You know what fucking David should do? He should go to Medjugorje, and he should call Dalich, and he'll be like, come here now. I'll and they the climb place. up the hill. Together? Together. A photo op. Fucking Instagram. Oh, my God. Guys, you heard it here first. If that happens and Rebic comes back, I, if Rebic comes back, if this all happens, could you imagine the fire inside that guy's belly playing for the next however many years he can? It, it would be sensational. Like, this kid is going to come back with a fucking venom like you've never seen. And and it will re-energize our offense. Matt Lebel. I've Now I've heard it all. Now I've heard it all. Matt Lebel's solution to our right-winger problems is for Rebic and Dalic to hold hands, walk up the Burdo up in, in Medjugorje, have a, have a photo op, apologize, apology accepted, game on Nations League. The most Croatian thing to ever happen would be that. Then they're just going to go out and have a beer and some chivap and, and some Ivan and Kaimak and call it a day. Dude, I'm telling you, this if it happened, because you, you look at the situation and, you know, this I may be. I feel there's a hint of, like, actual, like, no, truth I, I that truly, this happen. I truly believe in this. I'm not going to say shit that I don't believe in. I truly believe in this. Because I, if you look at all of the offense that we have and all of our options that we have right now, Dalic has went through the list of trying to do everything and nothing's worked. Right? So... What are you going to do? You're going to call so-and-so or so-and-so who's playing here or there. It's not really, you know, he hasn't done it so far. Fucking bring back Rebic. Who plays 10 minutes of the game for AC Milan. And go pray in Medjugorje together. I, playing 10 minutes at AC Milan is probably just as good as playing 90 minutes at fucking Hoffenheim and, and you know, or whatever else. I mean, you got to get your reps in. you got to get your RPMs in on a, a weekly basis. you gotta, you got to be playing top, top, top. I'm telling you, bring bring Rebic back. That bring is the funniest shit I've ever heard from. from I've thought about Croatia. this for a long time. How long have you thought of this Medjugorje thing? Oh, this just came up right now. <laughs> but in terms of like what, because you think about what it could do in the story of like a, a Croatian guy with such a hot temper actually growing up enough to be like, hey, maybe I was a dick. And then the coach going, yeah, you know what? Maybe we were both dicks. And then coming together and and oh i'm telling you if we'd fucking if that happened i'd put i put my house on nations league winning the nations league because he came back i've officially heard it all ladies and gentlemen the great the golden child matt label solution to life hold your buddy's hand apologize walk the burdo up to medjugorje i've heard it all that's your solution to winning a Amen. In a World Cup. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. Antek Partuchir, Matt Lebo. See you guys soon. We'll do better next time. Bye.